This is Surfing Through Cinema. I'm your host, Hawaii Harry. Today I'll be discussing the next film for Disney Week. Based on the classic legend with a Disney twist, this episode is all about Robin Hood from 1973. Okay, so now we'll get into the plot for Robin Hood. So, Robin Hood and Little John, uh, they decide to rob Prince John dressed up as gypsies. Because Prince John, he's unfairly taxing the people and taking most of their money. And so, what they do is they take the money that he's taken from them and they give it back to the poor. And this angers Prince John and Prince John decides to put a bounty on Robin Hood's head and, uh, but no one is willing to take it up because they all love Robin. You know, he's so great with the people. And in one instance, they show him going to a rabbit family. It's the birthday of the oldest son. His name is Skippy. And initially, the sheriff of Nottingham, who works, you know, for the Prince John, he takes uh, the only gift that Skippy, that's his name, got, which was like a, I think it was half a farthing, half a farthing or something like that. Um... So he's really distraught, but Robin Hood comes, you know, dressed up as a blind beggar. And when the sheriff leaves, he reveals himself and he gives him a, a bow and arrow and a hat like his. He gives to Skippy and then to the mom, he gives money. And so he's showing himself to be a really good person and showing that, you know, he's standing up to tyranny and to the evil ways of Prince John. Although he's kind of a bumbling doofus, Prince John is, um, He's kind of a crybaby. He constantly is sucking his thumb and whining. and it, it, It's pretty funny. And then while playing around with the bow and arrow, Skippy accidentally shoots it over into the castle grounds and he interacts with Maid Marian there who reveals that uh, not too long ago she and Robin Hood used to have kind of a, a, a youthful uh, relationship and so she's wondering if Robin is still interested in her because she had been gone up in London for many, many years. She just recently got back in town. <clears throat> and then it cuts to Robin just like daydreaming and thinking about her. And he like burns the food. Not Baloo. It's the same actor though. But uh, Little John's kind of mad at him for doing that. And Friar Tuck comes and he reveals there's going to be an archery tournament. And the winner of which gets to kiss Maid Marian. Which definitely catches the interest of Robin. He wants to see her again. But knowing that it's going to be crawling with guards and whatnot, he decides to disguise himself as a stork. And uh, and then he goes to the tournament. He does really well. He even wins. Um, but Prince John kind of sees right through the disguise. He reveals that it really is Robin underneath. And they tie him up and get ready to execute him. When suddenly mayhem breaks loose because little John and a bunch of other people, they decide they're, they're not going to take it. They're not going to let Robin get kidnapped. Or get arrested, I should say. And so all kinds of craziness goes on. And uh, Maid Marian and Robin and gang, they escape into the forest to get away from Prince John and his soldiers. While they're in the forest, Robin Hood's men, they sing a song about the phony king of England. And it's a really catchy tune and it catches in the whole kingdom. And Prince John, he's not too happy about it. And so he decides to triple and the taxes and make it even bigger to the point that um, if you can't pay it, you have to go to jail. Well, because he taxed everyone so much, everyone ends up in jail. And one of the last people to pay is, uh, 
Friar Tuck, who uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham is visiting at the church. And Friar Tuck is just absolutely, he's absolutely sick of it all. He's sick of the Sheriff and Prince John. And they kind of get into an altercation. And unfortunately, Friar Tuck is outwitted and he's arrested and taken to the castle. And Prince John decides that he's going to execute Friar Tuck and decides to use it as kind of bait to capture Robin Hood. And so they decide early in the morning they're going to execute Friar Tuck. But in the middle of the night, uh, Robin, he puts on a disguise to kind of see what's going on around. And he overhears of Friar Tuck being executed. And he and Little John decide to help the people escape, including Friar Tuck, as well as getting all their money back. And they're pretty successful in doing so, but they wake up Prince John and his guards. And so they have to run out of there. And Robin is one of the last ones to leave because one of the rabbit's children, uh, she was running behind, so Robin went and saved her. And uh, he's being chased all around the castle up into this tower, and uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham kind of has him cornered and starts lighting the place on fire. So Robin gets on top of the roof, and he sees below a small body of water, and he he decides to jump into it. And he, which he survives, he makes the landing, and then they start shooting arrows at him. And then we see his hat go under the water, and we think, oh no, he's dead. And, you know, little John and uh, Skippy, they're both there, and they're both really sad and starting to cry. And then Robin comes out of the water and proves that he actually survived. And much to the dismay of Hiss, uh, Prince John's advisor, he's just had enough of Prince John's antics of never being able to catch Robin Hood. And then Prince John just snaps and starts chasing Hiss and beats him up and whatnot. And then King Richard, he returns from the Crusades and after hearing what his brother did, he decides to put him in jail to crack rocks for him. And that's where Prince John, Hiss, and the Sheriff of Nottingham are at at the jail. And then Robin and Maid Marian, they get married and that's where the film ends. All right, so that's the plot to Robin Hood. I'm going to go on a break real quick, but first, here's a message from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here's how. It's totally free. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your computer and even your cell phone, but that's not all. Anchor distributes your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You could even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a complete podcast all in one small place. So go on and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Okay, so now that we're back from our break, I'm going to get into my personal views on Robin Hood 1973. So, the animation is a lot better in this film than um, the Aristocats and even the Jungle Book, although the Jungle Book was really amazing too. Um, But again, they recycled a lot of animation sequences. And the one that stands out the most to me is um, when they're singing the Phony King of England. It is a shot-for-shot replica of the Everybody Wants to Be a Cat sequence from the Aristocats. Now, I could understand them recycling uh, scenes from earlier movies. They did in this as well. They recycled the the dance Snow White did in Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. 
But the Aristocats came out like two or three years before. Like that was the movie before this one. And so it's sad to me that they did that. And I looked up and apparently it was a lot harder to re redo a sequence. But if that's the case, why do it? You know, <laughs> that do, to me, that that doesn't justify the fact of doing it. You know, if it's a lot more complicated to redo a sequence, then don't redo it. You know, make a new one. And so that's a little sad that they did that. And and even character designs were exactly the same. Um, another one that stands out is Baloo. Not Baloo. Little John um, is the exact same design as Baloo. And it also doesn't help that Phil Harris is the same voice actor and singer for, for him. Um, so... Maybe it's a little nitpicky, but that's something that I didn't like as much that they did that. Now, I grew up watching this movie. I didn't notice any of this stuff until I started doing movie reviews and whatnot. So, does it really hinder the story? Not really. Um, I love this movie. It's one of my favorite Disney films in general. Um, I just love the endearing message and the cute characters and whatnot. I think it's a great, great film to watch. And just the story of Robin Hood in general, I think is an amazing story. You know, the fact that he's a hero. He's not stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. I think that's kind of a, like a tip of the iceberg description of what he does. He's not really doing that. He's taking the money that was wrongfully taken from them, from the king, and giving it back to the commoners. It's not like he's just going around mansion to mansion taking money from people. No, he's he's taking the money back that Prince John stole from everybody else. He's more of a he's more of a hero. He's not a well, I guess he's a robber in that sense, but it's an interesting dynamic because it's almost like an anti-hero in a way, like the Punisher and all that, right? In order to get the money back for the poor he has to steal it back right or like how the punisher in order to stop bad guys he kills them right so i guess it's more of an anti-hero way and it's a little more complicated but again i love this film i love this story in general one of my favorite legends that there is and one of my favorite characters in this film is definitely the sheriff of nottingham played by pat buttram who's known for a lot of westerns and his distinct voice um he's not menacing at all as the sheriff of nottingham but i really like his voice i think it's a great uh it's like a a funny sounding voice it's great for voice acting and great for animation and for anyone who wants to know another film he's in he's in back to the future 3 he makes a cameo in that one but anyways i digress um you know although i didn't like that they recycled animation. I still think it's a really good film. I think the story and all of that will, um, will you know, will back it up and will support it. Uh, and to the untrained eye, you wouldn't really notice. And again, it doesn't hinder from the story at all. So I love it. It still holds up to me. You know, I had a great time watching it, so I give it a nine out of ten. And the reason why I don't give it a ten out of ten is because of the recycled animation. But other than that. It's a phenomenal film. And I 
I recommend checking it out. And uh, I love the music too by uh, Roger Miller. He he's got a great great voice. The he plays the rooster. I think his name is Alan A. Dale, something like that. Does the classic whistling tune everyone knows the. Now it's stuck in my head, right? Uh, <laughs> it's in all those. Uh, I think they're in car. I think a car company uses it now in their commercials. But I digress. I gave the film a nine out of ten. And I really like it. One of my favorite Disney films. And one of the best, I think, from this dark time <clears throat> after Walt Disney died. I, I think this is one of the better ones. All right, well, those are my thoughts and feelings on Robin Hood, 1973. Next time, I'll be discussing the next film for Cinephile Week. From German director Fritz Lang, director of Metropolis and M, uh, films I've reviewed on this show. This episode is all about Dr. Mabuse the Gambler from 1922. Alright, well until next time, this has been Surfing Through Cinema with Hawaii Harry. Take care. Thank you for listening to Surfing Through Cinema. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at Surfing Through Cinema with Hawaii Harry and on Instagram with Surfing Through Cinema. We also have a website www.anchor.fm forward slash surfing through cinema where you can learn more details on upcoming episodes and on past episodes.